Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyra Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Joel, I'm doing quite well. This week, Wonderful. we celebrated the 34th anniversary of Metroid. Ah, yes. Nintendo yes, yes. said nothing, yeah, but at least we had um, Sakurai out there. He Sakurai continues to be the best thing out of Nintendo. <laughs> Oh, of course, 100%. That, yeah, no no arguments here on that one. Um, did you do much to celebrate? I played a bunch of Metroids, especially now yeah. that we've both... We've both finished Ghost of Tsushima, and uh, yes. we are working yeah. out for something for that in the future. But uh, I find myself in a just a, a void, a gap of, like, what I can play what I want. Like, there's no... I mean, obviously, I'm chipping away at Necrobarista, which is probably the closest thing to a new game oh, yeah. that I want yeah. to get through. But as far as, like, that goes, I get to just sort of play what I want to play. Yeah. I I mean, I've been... I, I've got I've got Persona 5 Royal sitting there, and I'm like, I need to get back to this. But it's just finding time, because I don't want to, like... I don't want to just play an hour here and there while Griffin's having a nap. I want to be able to... That's my nighttime game where I sit down and want to focus on it. But like this last week, like it's been long days with Griffin. So I, I've like I got to that point of the night, and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna play Diablo three on the Switch and watch a podcast. Like that's that's where I'm at right now. Um, no, I get it. Like especially with Persona Five Royal, like that's a game that you don't boot up for like an hour, right? Especially nah, nah. like maybe if you know you're gonna be in like a story sec- a story heavy section, where you're mm, like, well, I can yeah. if I can finish after a day. But if you're in a palace, like you're like, no, nah, this is, this is a night. This is like three or four it's hours. I am just knocking this over in one go. So I get it. Oh, sure. I completely get it. Yeah. So it's it's been hard. Like you know, the luxury last time that I had playing OG Persona Five was like I didn't have a kid to look after. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. I, I'm trying to find time for that. I'm I'm gonna get back to that this week. But apart from that, like just. Quite a few things. Like, there's no rush. It's not like it's eligible for Goaty this year, so... No, that's it. Like, uh, but I do want to get... I, I want to get to the new stuff. I, like, I'm, I desperately... I do yeah. want to talk to you about the new stuff. It's very interesting. Yeah. Possibly and for every the future time I say, Persona as well. Well, every time I hear... Uh, every time I say that I want to get to the new stuff, and you say that to me, where you're like, I want you to get there so I can talk about it, that gets me more excited. So maybe I just need to keep doing that. There is some stuff to chew on when on. you finish Royal, I'll tell you that. But um, oh, that's for the future. Oh. Yes, it is. But as in terms of the now, uh, we've been playing a few things. We're going to get back to a bit of a normal episode. Yeah, we've week. had time, right? Because the last few episodes we've been... Yeah. It seems like Summer Game Fest is wrapping up. I know we've got a couple of things later in yeah. August. And then yeah, we've got well, the ominous Jeff Grubb predictions of like something for PlayStation and something for Xbox coming up at some point this month. And the yep. in eternal wild card that is Nintendo and whatever the hell they're going to do. But generally, well, the I, big events, I think, are mostly wrapping up. Yeah. The confirmed ones, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we've got another Night City Wire for Cyberpunk Yeah, in, like, a day or so. I'm, I, um, I honestly don't know if I'm going to watch it, though, because isn't it focusing on, like, storyline? Like, um, it's something for your character building. It's, I'm all, like, it's, all, a backst- it's all a backstory stuff. I don't really want to know which, that. Like... I mean, I kind of already know a little bit about that just from watching people's impressions. And I think that's probably what they're going to do that is going to sort of, like, confirm all that stuff. But I'll probably watch it because I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm just, me, like, I'm just, as 
I cannot possibly be any more sold on that game right now. So yeah, that's true. That's very <laughs> they, true. They have my money um, already. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to do a bit of a normal episode this week. Um, talking about what we've been playing and also uh, some news stories. But let's get straight into it by checking in with the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show, uh, where we sort of bring back what we've been playing over the last little while and uh, sort of report about it on the show. Um, I've got a couple of things. Uh, as Kyra mentioned, we've both finished Ghost of Tsushima now as well. Um, uh, do, do you want to briefly just talk about that to start off things? I think so, because we're not going to go yeah. super deep on it, because I do want to sort of do that in its own thing. But For sure. I think we can at yep. least talk about how much we... If, how we felt about it, how we enjoyed playing yeah. it and all that. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that we both enjoy this game. Um, I got there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a nice little tease was, to look forward to the, to when we, we break yeah. it down. I was there a little bit before you were, but um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed this game. Um, and it was, I guess, it was put the perfect sort of like post Last of Us 2 come down. Like, it was, it was perfect to sort of sit there and just have this fun sort of like power fantasy samurai game that was like interesting enough story-wise to carry me through and um yeah and uh i think in a lot of ways it was an interesting double-edged sword for how i felt right because you are right after playing something that just left me emotionally drained like the last of us part two did to this was a nice sort of kickback game where i could just sort of hang out and be a samurai Mm -hmm. it was rad but yep. the downside was when I was getting into these meaty story moments and having a lot of these character interactions, I was just like, so many of you guys, you're okay, but you're not, you're just not there. And like, again, yeah. compared to yep. the animation and stuff, I know that Sucker Punch and like making an open world game is way different to crafting a linear narrative adventure where you can basically full capture all these cutscenes with, you know, motion actors and all that. But yeah, the difference showed, I guess, the gap, especially because sure. I played in yeah. Japanese and I get why it wasn't synced right. to the Japanese language, but it also sort of took me out a little bit. But, yeah. Um, um, I play, I mean, I played in English just because I'm a dub scrub. So it's fine. I'm, um, I'm a, I don't know why, like, because I watch plenty of dub anime, but this one I was just determined when they announced it. I'm like, cool. Well, I'm playing this Japanese samurai game in Japanese. Yeah. I was going to, and then for some reason when I started, I just sort of defaulted to English, and I was like, okay. Um, and the performances were great, but... Um, right, because I used all um, Asian actors, so it wasn't like it was just mm. white actors playing these roles. So that was really good. Yeah, um, but in terms of, like, I mean, the, the star of of the game, in terms of, like, what I like the most about it is the combat is just so much fun. It is. Um, and they give you so many tools to play with it, too many. Maybe a little bit too many, yeah. Um, but it's the the moment to moment sword play is just like Italian chef kids, like so much fun. Um, it's just challenging enough that it'll like sort of push you. Like there are moments where it will push you uh, and push back against you, but for the most part, it's just like going in and just wrecking shop. But it just feels so good every time you do it, and just. Uh, the moments where they choose to use effects like like slow mo and 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 things like that is very very cool. For me, a lot of time as um, well would be when the music kicks in. They had, were very particular yes. about when that would hit, whether you were you were like 
several times I was just riding through the world and I would just hit this gorgeous vista because this game, this depiction of Japan is stunning. I want to be very yes. clear about that. Mm-hmm. It is stunning to look at, at least for the mm-hmm. first two thirds. But, um, and I'm not saying the last photo is not stunning. It's just kind of like, it's the same. Right. There's, a, there's a reason for it. <laughs> too. It'll yeah, make sense. If you, if you played the yeah. game, you'll probably know what I mean. But, um, yeah. and it would just sort of kick in with that amazing music. And again, same for combat. Like I would be in a, an, an intense duel and then the soundtrack would sort of swell. I'm like, oh, right, I'm, I'm in. Let's do this. Yeah, like speaking of the jewels and the soundtrack, like every time you, you like, there's like a like a cutscene that would play before all the jewels, where it was like very like uh, Kurosawa style like samurai film like vibe to it, um, and like the the final part of that that cutscene each time would be Jin with his hand on his sword and just flicking it out, and it's this is little tiny sound cue that goes with it, and it just gets you amped every time you would start a duel. Um, and yeah, like so that was some of the best parts of the game. Um, but yeah, man, the soundtrack is stunning for this game too. It really well. like is it's beautiful. The, the jewels were definitely the, the highlight for me. Uh, but mm. even just getting into big scraps, just any—it's like top ten coolest things in history that can that a character can do—is just the flick of the sword out of their, especially with katanas, yep. like just like flicking it yep. out with oh, their yeah. thumb to initial. Like that's the fight starting. Yep. Like that is cool. And and on the flip side of that as well, like like flicking the blood off it and then putting it away as well at the end of every fight, like um, that was uh, that was one thing I really liked. I liked the integration of the touchpad stuff. Like it was just it was simple, but it, for the most part, worked. It's um, so funny, right? Because when I first booted this game up, I was like, oh, I just want to play a couple of hours before work, so I'll I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll boot it up without the patch. And before the patch dropped, right, boy, this and I was scratching my head over this decision. The touchpad was for your horse, and right D-pad was for the wind. And I was like, why aren't, oh. why aren't those switched? And then when I came home at night to play it, when the patch had downloaded, I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> right. You fixed it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I'm like, why would you put um, the wind on the D-pad? That's silly. <laughs> yeah. I just like, yeah, just flicking up on the D-pad to sort of use that that wind. Which that on its own was a cool mechanic as well. Like yes. Just letting the wind guide you. Uh, and then, like, you know, you could, like, again, we'll probably dive into this when we do a bit of a deep dive on it, but, like, the 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 narrative reasonings behind why the wind is your GPS, essentially, is pretty cool. Like, yes, it's an interesting idea. Um, and, yeah, but, like, also having, like, swipe right to, like, put your sword away, which I would do as many times as I would remember after each, like, battle, especially if it was a particularly cool battle. I, I would always try to do that, and as the other one as well, because you could emote with bow as well, bowing yes, to, yep. to for people I like, defeated honorably in duels, I would usually do. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, and then what was the other one that you could do? With it? Oh, you could play the flute as well. Also very, um, very fun if you had enough mm, uh, crickets, were they crickets? Yeah. Yeah, singing crickets, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and there's all, a whole bunch of like Easter eggs and stuff in there as well that was really good. Oops. But on the whole, I think this game is... Very, very good. Um, it's a very good game. Uh, the most fun I've had, like, taking garrisons since probably Far Cry 3. It's definitely like, my favourite Assassin's Creed from the last few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny to just bring up all these Ubisoft, uh, like, parallels. But, I mean, it's... You would be remiss to not mention that because it definitely takes... Um, 
like inspiration for that kind of thing. But also, it's it's kind of what Sucker Punch are good at doing. Like, this is their biggest, and I think it's probably Sucker Punch's best game um, that they've made. But that's kind of I, an easy thing to say because it's their most recent one, and they've sort of proved themselves over the years. Um, not that I played much of Second Son or First Light, but I did not um, like Second Son. That's yeah. I jumped into it and played a few hours of it, I think, and I was like, it's not clicking for me. Um, it was taking itself a bit too seriously, especially coming off the back of playing like Infamous One and Two, which were very comic book uh, oriented. Um, and I loved that about them. And then going to this one, it felt a little bit more like it was trying to take itself seriously, which is you know admirable for them wanting to do something a little bit more serious and telling a bit more of a serious story but it's like still set in a world that i had these cool like graphic novel style cutscenes in uh in infamous one and two and this one it was like yeah i mean didn't quite hit as the much. thing i always remember from second son is just that presentation from a ps4 reveal with nate fox yeah um, and i was sort of like okay uh yeah all right that's definitely it's not- that's something it's nice to see that Nate Fox has like chilled out a little bit. I've watched a, I watched a, the kind of funny um, spoiler cast for um, for Ghost of Tsushima, and he was on it with them, um, and he seemed like a much more relaxed and chill person now, which was good. Um, but yeah, I, look, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy this game. We'll talk about it at much greater length. We will, I think, at a, at a later date. Uh, special shout out to a photo mode. Uh, every game oh, should yeah. have a photo mode like that. The only thing they, yeah. they could add to that photo mode is poses. Honestly, that's the main thing I want. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that comes down the track. Possibly. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that's, they're working on that right now. Because I, <laughs> I would say that a lot of people would have said that, but yeah. Um, but shall we talk about the other game that we've both played? We have. It's, because... it's, it's recently blown up over the last few weeks, and we finally... Mm-hmm. It's available now to everyone, so we've had a chance to play it, so may as well bring it up next. Yeah, uh, it's a game that I've been pretty interested in since it got announced. Um, I remember seeing that first trailer for it, and I was like, okay, this is something I could get behind. Um, and it is, if you, uh, any way, shape, or form, have been following follow along with the gaming industry, you will have heard about this uh, this game. And that is, of course, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout um, for Mediatonic. Uh, and yeah, published by Devolver Digital, which, surprise, is why I was interested in it in the first place. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing this trailer, like the, the original release trailer for it, and it was, I think, Devolver's, like, direct last year at E3? I think it was the first time it appeared? See, I couldn't even remember I, that, so... I'm pretty sure, that because I remember the first trailer had um, the Jump in the Line, the song that they play in... Um, Beetlejuice, you know, shake, 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 Sonora, shake your body line. Like, that was in the trailer, and I was like, okay. And then, like, seeing the splash screen, which I think at that time they were doing 100-person games, uh, which now having played the game, holy shit, that would have been fucking chaos. Um, And, uh, and yeah, it was like a, a Battle Royale cross Takeshi's Castle or Wipeout, whichever of those you're more familiar with. Uh, and I was like... This is a battle royale I could get into. This seems like it'll be a lot of fun. And jump cut to now, it is a battle royale game that I can get into because 
this game's a lot of fun. I mean, it's pretty um, much like Mario Party Battle Royale, really. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine because it's fun. Yeah. It's got the perfect amount of, like, skill and RNG to it that is, like, will frustrate you at one second and then have you fist pumping in the next. I mean, there and... are some things they could afford to fix. Like, and, course, I, and I know they yeah. are working hard. I do respect that team's been very open on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with both their main account and their secondary like server status account, especially over these last few days, as we've been trying to play it, and the servers have been frequently in maintenance mode, because this game yeah. again it is blowing up and it's huge, and I don't even know. I don't want to say they didn't expect it, but I think it's hard to prepare for this sort of blow up. I wonder because the reason why one of the the reasons why it's blowing up, um, it had a beta, a couple of beta weekends to two weekends before. Uh, like closed beta yeah like you had to get codes for it a whole bunch of the first weekend it was a whole bunch of streamers got codes uh, and then they got a bunch of codes that they could give out during their streams so it was sort of like this sort of following a uh, follow-on effect from like people watching people play the game and going this looks like a lot of fun and then those content creators going hey if you want to play here's a bunch of codes or like giving them out as giveaways and things like that um and from there lots of people were playing it and then on top of that, they announced that it was going to be free for PlayStation Plus members a la um, Rocket League. So at launch, it was going to be free if you had a PlayStation Plus account. And so, yeah, I, I was already going to buy this game. Um, I was already ready to give it a go. Uh, and then they said that, and I was like, well, even better. Now I don't have to pay money for it. I know most people are on top of it, but just in case, just to clarify, it is free if you're a Plus subscriber for this month. Yes. So if you miss it, if you're not a Plus subscriber in August and you miss it this month, it will be, you have to purchase it from next month. Again, I know yes. most people are probably across it, but just in case, mm-hmm. just in case, yeah. you know, they hear that and they're like, oh, I can, I'll take it next month. It's like, no, 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 no. It's free this month and you have to be a Plus subscriber to keep it. But still, yeah. so, like, I remember when you linked me to a tweet, it was an article from Press Start where they were sort of hypothesizing that it was going to be the Plus game. And it yeah. sort of made sense. But at the same time, I was just like, oh, but looking into Plus offerings, I don't want to get my hopes up. And then it happened, and... Because I I had a very different experience leading into this game. Like, the majority of my interaction with it actually came from that Devolver Land thing. I was like, oh, cool, this, this game seems neat. Yeah. I'm And I'm almost certain I would have watched that Devolver stream from last year, but I've just had forgotten this game completely somehow. And, uh... But yeah, so it definitely looked interesting. But having played it, I can say that I am a true believer now in this. Yeah, in this mayhem. Yeah, so I, I mean, like I briefly touched, we briefly touched on it, but like it's sixty players, up to sixty players spawn in, and you're these cute little jelly bean characters. It's all bright, hyper color world. There's this blaring future bass music playing in the background, Splatoon esque soundtrack at times. Yeah, and so you all spawn in and you go through a series of rounds uh, of like different mini games. It could be anything from. Is, is get it from 20 point or A to so, point B? It, or? I think there's like, yeah, 23, I want to say. And they're, the and they're working on more, so yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it could be anything from like, you know, uh, races, which are like get from point A to point B. And if you're in the top 30 players, then you qualify for the next hey, round. Hey, Joel. Mm hmm. Slime climb. Oh, don't seesaws. That's fair. It's <laughs> fair. Like um, seesaws hate me, but I've so I've kind of got slime climb down now. Uh, look, I, I I've won a round of slime climb, so nice like work. I'm, I'm I'm okay. I've gotten through that. I do like that everyone's um, starting to develop like 
mini games that if you save a name of it, it just like they shudder. It, oh, oh yeah, please yeah. no. It, 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 it it's like yeah, it, it yeah it takes you somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, so it could be anything like yeah, like a race. Um, so but there'll be certain obstacles in the way, like might be a whole bunch of giant seesaws that will take the totter. Which is you're again, try and cross. they're fine if you if you're in ahead of a pack and you can get in the middle yep. of those seesaws, you are sitting pretty. But if you're stuck oh, in absolutely. the middle when the majority of 60 players are crawling all over those things and tipping them, you're just going to yep. have a bad time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then there's, like, more sort of, uh, like, general races where it's just, like, a series of obstacles you've got to get through. Um, like, could be, like, giant balls and, and like, like, platforms like you've got to get across. <laughs> yeah, like Wipeout, basically. Uh, and then there are other things as well, like um, there's uh, team games. So there's, like, things like Team Tail Tag. Where you've just got to get a tail uh, and hold on to it for a while. Team Current games team make me sad. Some of them do. Some of them I really like. I really like the soccer one, like the Rocket League one. I say I, I, have, I haven't done that yet. I've done. Oh really? That I've done really the good. other ball ones, like where you have to push it. There's like you've got three teams. You're pushing it down the middle, dodging out like the obstacles, and then the last part is just a straight downhill stretch. Yeah, and I've done the other ball one where you have three teams, but you've got to like push the balls into your corner. That one sucks. That one is <laughs> that terrible. One, that one's garbage. I um, truly but, hate it. But the soccer one's really good. It's basically just Rocket League. They spawn in a couple of balls, and you're on Rocket two League teams, works. and you've just got to score. You've got to score goals. So it's just like all these little jelly bean men running around trying to knock balls into the uh, the opposing goal. Um, and then there's a couple of like uh, I think they're called logic based ones as well. They've got categories when you're spawning into them they have them at the start um and that could be things like uh there's like a game of memory where it'll flash up uh, a series of like fruits on the platform you're standing on uh, and then at the end of like six seconds it'll flash up like a fruit on the screens in front of you and then you've got to run to the platform that corresponds with that um that fruit uh, and then others will drop away and people will get eliminated uh, and then it's like obstacle dodging as well like elimination ones where you've just got to survive uh, for as long as possible uh, and then this all leads up until people get whittled, whittled away after each round until it gets down to, like, I think the most I've seen in a final round is about 11 people. Um, so it gets down to, like, a, a smaller amount of people, and then you play one final round, and someone's crowned the winner. So it's it's a Battle Royale game uh, with mini games, and I adore this game. I think this is great, and I'm so happy that it's blowing up. Um the way that it is uh, even if it means that we are suffering in terms of not being able to play it as much as we might want to uh but yeah i this is a fantastic game like if if you're like me and you're you've always looked at battle royale games and it's been like i just i can't i, I can't do it i've tried with so many i've tried with apex i've tried with warzone i've tried with fallout at uh, fallout fortnite that one they're the, they're the full one. I mean, Fallout um, 76 has a Battle Royale-esque mode now anyway, so... It does, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I haven't tried that one, though, so that's the one I haven't tried. But, um, but yeah, and I just... I, it, it never really clicks for me, I, and I totally get why it does for some people, because those ones are, like, skill-based. They are... There is an element of RNG to it in terms of, like, loot drops and stuff like that, but they are skill-based, predominantly. Uh, whereas Fall Guys is, like... You could be the best at one of these mini games, but that doesn't mean shit when there's like sixty other people or fifty nine other people like clambering over your like lifeless corpse trying to fly along the ground. Um, 
yeah. mean, the tag word is what stumble towards greatness. Like, yes, yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, shout out to like one of the best uh, community uh, manager Twitter accounts out there that has just been not only like navigating the massive influx of like tweets and stuff that they are receiving and, and stuff like that, and some of the you know people who are a little bit sad about it. Um, and, and maybe not as kind about about the game and its its content at the moment, but just still maintaining and making such good like funny meme based content out there. I'm really enjoying that. Um, and yeah, it's 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 great. I I think this is a fantastic game. And if you've got PlayStation Plus, one you've probably already downloaded it. But if you haven't, I'll get on it straight away. Like go like pause the episode. Go queue up the download so that when you're finished, you can go play some Fall Guys. Boy, uh, one thing I will say, Fall Guys, holy crap, not your fault, but the PSN is garbage. Oh, yeah. Yep, trash. We, Absolute trash. We all spent a whole night downloading a seven and a half gig game. Mm-hmm. It, all of us all of us who have MBN as well. Mm-hmm. So we all yeah, have we like have, pretty good internet connections. Like for international users, our internet's still shit. Just want to be clear oh, about God. that. But yeah, it's, hot, it's hot a, trash. among the better of Australia's internet connections. Like, for example, mm-hmm. I was able to pull down like a 40 gig game in a few hours, like a couple of hours mm-hmm. one morning. So I was like, yep. oh, yeah, 7 gig. We'll be able to play it tonight. Oh, I was so wrong. Uh, oh, yeah. But again, that's just because the PSN sucks and that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, is there like have you had any particularly great moments that you want to like highlight? I um whilst playing, I clipped out a moment before, which I actually still have to put in our group chat from when I was having a run on whirly gigs, where <laughs> yep. like I just got because basically it was in the middle section where there's this, like three or there's like a bunch of like circular platforms with the spinny um poles on them, yeah, and it just so happened that like I like got clipped by one. And like flung over to another one, and then bounced from that one to another one, and then bounced across to another one. And I was just like, "Why do you, why do you hate me? Like I did nothing to you." Um, apart from that, I had one round where I got to the very last round that was that was um, the tail grab one, and this one yep. I got a bit miffed because I definitely I had I got the tail towards the end, and I'm not saying the other player didn't grab me, but on my screen it just sort of looked like they got in my vicinity, and the tail just went. I'll go to that person. And I yeah, have heard that's sort of, that's like a latency or lag thing they're still sort of working on. Absolutely. But that annoyed me a little bit. I'm like, I know he had it. I know he had my first oh. episode win. It's there. That, that's, um, that's rough. Yeah. I like the, the lag stuff is a little bit, is rough at the moment, but I have full faith that they're going to fix yeah. that. They are working their asses off and, to try and, and support this game. In general, like I got the trophy for like, you know, when you come first in a foot race, Oh, yeah, I, nice! I got that the other day for like my um one of my slime climb runs, right? Which was again, I got... exi- if you're in, if you can stay in front on slime climb, like you're good. Yeah, yeah. As soon as like yeah, it's just if, those, it... that that middle section gets me every time. With the, yeah. Do you mean the part with the like with the moving out little? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And you've got to like yep. you've got to you've got to time the jump where it's just starting to retract. And you get, if you're in the middle of a pack, you're screwed because everyone's going to do the same thing and you're just going to yeah. get knocked straight down. And the thing is, like, yeah, like, like I have no problems, like, like getting my head around that timing in like, oh, yeah, platform-based sure. games. But when, yeah, like you said, you've got 50 other people, <laughs> yeah. like, just smashing into you constantly. And, and like, again, because some this, of the... this game is chaos, so when you fall over, boy, it feels like getting up takes a year. 
Oh yeah, it's got that sort of gang beasts uh, ragdoll physics to it, which is um yeah. Lovely. I do have to grab other players as well. I do wonder if gang beasts looks at this and was just like, ah oh, shit. Yeah, right. Like it was it was yeah. in the palm of our hands. Like we had it. It we we could have had this. Yeah, like it's yeah. This is it's one of those like perfect storms. It's like Rocket League when it launched and everyone was like, this is an interesting concept. I'd like to try it. Maybe I wouldn't pay for it. And then PlayStation were like, what if we gave it to you for free? And everyone went, yes. And now that game has just gone free to play after five years or something. And they're like, fuck it. Everyone can play now. It's fine. Um, I, I I honestly hope that this game has a similar like tale uh, to it as well. I think it, and I think it will. Um, Cause they, they have said that their, like their, their community, their roadmap is being like, shaped by the community and what people want to see and things like that. Um, my, like my number one thing I would really like is, um, private servers, private matches, being able to like tee up with just our crew and jump in and play like a, a match would be fucking great. I think it'd be awesome. Um, and I, even like, it doesn't have to carry over like progression or like, I don't need progression tied to that. I can still, oh, no get progression from playing the full like battle royale mode but like if we be, can just jump in it could be fun play if you could like make your episode right where you pick the mini games like i don't know but again uh, it'd be do you know it'd be great if you had like say you had like eight like nine people in your crew that wanted to play and like eight of you were playing the game and one person was like the game master and they could decide that'd what be cool. games yeah they played that'd be a really cool game mode um yeah, there's a lot of yeah. potential for this, and uh, it's going to be Absolutely. exciting to see how it gets updated in the future. Yeah, uh, and I would like to take this moment to say that I have won a match. Uh, it's my first ever battle royale win. I was so close. and I'm very, very, I'm very, very happy. I won so on full mount. The first time I ever played. Time. So bitter. Yeah, that's that sucks. Um, I was right it was there. The first... oh. It was the first time I played full mountain, and it's um, I was like, okay, let's, let's get it. And I just had like, which one's full it was mountain? Just, like, that's like the um the obstacle course so you have to get to the top and grab the crown. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and I just I had like I purely I got knocked a couple of times and there were a couple of people who were like neck and neck with me, and one person who did jump for the crown but missed it, and I was like oh, and managed to jump and grab and hold on and yeah, nab the win. And I have never celebrated winning anything. As much as I did that, I, I like jumped up and down. My wife happened to be watching it. She was about to go to bed and she's like, I said to her, I was like, oh, I'm in the final. I'm in the final for this one. She's like, oh, well, I'll watch it. And she stood and watched me. And even she was like, oh my God. And um, yeah, then the trophy popped for, for winning an episode. And, uh, and and yeah, so that's that's been my favorite moment. It's obviously. just a good time. It's just a fun game, especially again, so given how the world is right now. It's just nice to, again, one thing I actually, since we're still sort of on the topic, I would like to have groups bigger than four. Yeah. Like, I I sort of get it, but like, I don't know, usually we have five of us and it's just one person can't be in the group, even if they were allowed to spectate or something. I don't know. Yeah. um, Being able to just like spectate and then so you can sub in the person playing in the same match as everyone else. Yeah. Like like we've been doing with our friendship group. But but if it was like built in though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Know. But it, yeah, yeah, it's just, again, we haven't had much of a chance because of maintenance and the time zones just aren't lining up in our favor. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we have played, it's been so much fun. Like, yeah, God, I'm Absolutely. so happy this game came out. 
Yes, I am too. And I'm so happy that it's it's as fun as it looked like it was. It's really delivered on what it does uh, and what it, what it promised that it would do. And um, yeah, I'm I am a big fan of this. And as soon as they make plushies of those little jelly bean bastards, I'm probably going to buy one because my son loves this game so much. He loves watching this game. Um, mainly because it's like bright and colourful and there's like cheery music. He, I, I, more than one occasion when I've been watching streams of people play it, I've seen him like, um, like bobbing up and down to the, the menu music. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. Griffin, I get it. <laughs> um, it is, it is a slap. Uh, but yeah. Anything else about Fall Guys you wanted to, to bring to the table? I kind of wish we were playing it now. Yeah, me too. I know we've got friends that <laughs> wanted to play it, and I was just like... Oh, they are playing it right now. <laughs> I got an invite, yeah. and I was just like, oh, oh I'm free tomorrow night, guys. I play Fall Guys tomorrow night. I'll be there. So you're welcome, everyone, that we've taken time out of our busy Fall Guys schedule to record this for you. It's true. Um, Cool. Well, uh, I played something. I finished a game this week. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, it was very short. Like, Fairly short, but that's not a bad still, thing. Still counts. Um, still counts. Yeah. And I feel like if this game went on any longer, it might dra- have dragged on. Um, but I'm going to keep this Devolver Digital uh, train a rolling uh, and bring another game that they brought up, uh, that, that, that they've published, called Carrion. Um, and yeah, so Carrion, they, they describe it as a reverse horror game because uh, you're playing this sort of amorphous blob monster thing uh and you're just wreaking havoc through like an underground base uh like a like a laboratory sort of style base uh and there is a bit of a a storyline um that goes through this uh and it has like a like you know an ending point that i was like huh okay neat uh but yeah basically you're playing as this monster and you float around through these like 2d like environments and you eat scientists and avoid gunfire from like uh like guards that are guarding the place uh and you're collecting like uh what are they called like um containment ca- uh like canisters that have like that give you new abilities basically yeah um and that could be anything from like uh being able to bash through walls or um uh, like a like a grapple that you can use to go through specific, like certain walls and access like levers on the other sides of things. So there's like a puzzle game element to it as well, more so than anything else. Um, you could also really get into the weeds with like RPing in this game because you are playing as the monster in a horror movie. Basically, that's the whole shtick. Uh, and there are parts where you'll come into a, a, a like a, a part of a level and you'll see like a closed door in front of you, and then there'll be like scientists on the other side. And you can go up to it and like roar, which has a function being able to find like save points basically. But those those scientists will react to that. They'll start freaking out and go, "What was that on the other side?" Uh, and then you might have like an air vent above you that goes over where they're standing, so you can like crawl crawl up over and then like pop down beside them and like freak them out, or you can like roar again and really like terrify them. Um, so you can get into the weeds with that kind of stuff, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then yeah, at certain points you'll get upgrades that'll like increase your mass. So you'll become bigger, uh, until you become like this unstoppable, uh, 
not unstoppable because you are stoppable um like monster basically where you're just taking in as much things as you can and 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 trashing your way through the environment um one of the big things about it that's interesting to bring uh to bring up is like the movement i was gonna ask that's that's my biggest question really because when i look at the movement it like it makes sense what i'm watching but then i try to picture like controlling it and i'm yeah i'm curious is all i'm saying so please talk to me about the movement yeah, like, it's it's pretty straightforward in terms of how, like, it works. Like, you just sort of point a direction on the controller. I guess it's the, the tendrils just sort of auto... Yeah, because, okay. like, it, again, if you haven't seen what the, the monster from Carrion looks like, it's this red blob thing with, like, jaws all over it and giant tentacles, and that uses those tentacles to move around. So you can sort of... You sort of float around more so than anything. Um, when you get into a good, like, flow with it, it's actually pretty cool. Um... And I'm sure if you're much better at the game than I was, like you could have like a really good time sort of plotting your way through specific areas. Um, but I was just like bash and crash. And then if that didn't work, I'd be like, all right, cool. Let's look at what I can do here. Um, the only time I had an issue with it um, was towards the end of the game where I was like maximum size. Um, and I was this you because you are huge like and trying to fit through like tiny little vents uh and even the way that it controlled like it there are parts where i had to climb up like elevator shafts and like wheel around like whip around the bottom of them yeah um and it wouldn't the pathfinding of it wouldn't quite quite work the way i wanted it to so i was like oh it's not and i'd have to like wiggle the stick around to get like the front of the monster to go where i wanted it to go essentially um, it's hard to explain without showing it, but like if you play it, you'll probably encounter a moment where that happens, um, and that was a bit frustrating, especially because it was in a part where the save point was a bit further away from where I was, and I was still learning what I had to do to get through. I was like trialing, erroring to get through an area, um, and it was just like I had to keep doing that part over and over again. I was like, "Fucking god damn it!" And it was right towards the end of the game as well, so I was like, "I know I'm, I've got to be close to finishing this." Uh, and I mentioned before about it, if it was any longer, I think it would have sort of lost its appeal because um, it's about five, six hours long, I think, um, if you really take your time with it. And there's like extra stuff to go back and get as well like that I didn't get. I think there's, I don't know if there's other abilities and stuff, but there are other like canisters that you can pick up as well. How would you um, describe the gameplay? Is it Because I've heard that there's a lot of switch pulling. Yes. Does, does yeah, it, does it, 100%. Is that mostly what it is? Like killing, yeah. killing people, and like that's fine if it is. But yeah, just mm, like I, I, it is. I, I don't exactly ha- have the ability to sit here and present the solution to how you would not do that. <laughs> but like yeah. I heard that from a few different reviews, and I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, I, look, that's definitely one of the main gameplay hooks that you're doing. Um, the way they sort of build on that is interesting as well. There are parts where there's like laser gates where you'll pull a, uh, a switch to unlock a door but there'll be like a laser gate in front of it. And if you trip that laser, it will shut that door again. So you have to try and figure out a way around okay. that by using your abilities uh, and then permanently unlock or like turning off the, the power grid for it. Um, and like, that's where the the abilities that you get from those canisters sort of come into play a lot more. Okay. Um, Cause yeah, you've got like a, like a sticky hand thing that you can use to go through certain walls. Um, then there's other ones where you can do like a, like a dash attack that can bash through like, um, like uh walls that you can't rip off with your tendrils like basically because 
the way you do that is the right trigger. I played it on Xbox. It's on Game Pass. Um, so if you've got Game Pass, it's you can play it now for free. Um, I think it's on PC and Xbox for that. Uh, but I was like, holding you hold the right trigger and that like you use the right stick to like control the tendril. It has like a cursor. Oh and yeah. You sort of grab onto stuff and then you can like flick it around, like fling it around. Um, so that was always fun to like burst into a room with like scientists and pick up a scientist and just fling them around until they died. Um, and, uh, but then there are other ones as well. There's a, there's an ability you get a, a little while into the game where you can send out a tendril and take over a living or dead body. So you can take over one of the scientists or the guards. And there are puzzles that are based around that, like that you'll, you'll, you won't be able to get to a certain area, but you, there's like a tiny little gap that you can send this tendril through and like possess someone and then pull the switch that way. But you can also, if you take over like a, a guard that's got like a, a gun or a flamethrower or one of the weapons that they have, you can use that to wipe out everyone in that room before you even go in there. Nasty. Yeah, like it's 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 diabolical some of the stuff you can do with this. There are parts where there's parts with like water that you've got to like dive into water and stuff like that. Um, I already know that you can drown people. Yeah, and that's what I did. Like, I was like, that can is, I do... Yes, you is, can. <laughs> that is almost worse than eviscerating them. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it, like they they do, they do a little bit of a death shudder as well. It's like, oh, that's not... That's nasty. I think um, I learned about that when, in a Devolver tweet, which was... Mm, it made me laugh, but also made me sad. Yeah, it's... Look, it's a fun little game. Um, I think if you've got Game Pass, it's it's a no-brainer. You should definitely check it out because it's an interesting concept that you don't sort of really see. The closest thing where you could sort of compare it, like, like compare it would be something like Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight where at some point you get to play as the monster who's taking out all these other people. But being able to do that in a like a non-competitive like single-player experience, I think it's really cool. Um, the music's really like like really eerie and creepy as well um the sound effects as well are very gory like it, you can hear the gore <laughs> when you're murdering people um it's probably the best way to describe it um and just the monster itself is grotesque to look at like it is unsettling especially when you get to like full size it's gnarly looking stuff well i, but, s- um, I saw they um changed the switch icon <laughs> yeah that thing. Like, which I'm, God. I'm pretty happy about because I saw that first Switch icon. I'm like, I would not want to see that when I open my Switch this menu. Is, this is not... I, I don't... What game is this? Like, and I don't want to play this game because it looks terrible. Yeah. Okay, so I, if you, I, I, I have seen some people complaining about it. I'm like, no, I'm glad... This is a good change, guys. No, it's good, I'm okay with this. It's fine. It if you're curious, like, like you, you can look up the old Switch icon and yeah, I don't know... <laughs> I don't, I don't think I want that staring at me from my Switch. It's un, uncomfortable to look at. Um, but yeah, it's it's almost a little bit... Oh, this is kind of a spoiler, I guess, for um, Inside. But the it, it, I, I, not, not so much, but there there is the, the later elements of I think of I know what you mean, yeah. Uh, like, have a similar feel to it, which is interesting because I, I didn't like Inside... <laughs> that much um i felt satisfied at the end of this game i felt like oh okay that's neat that was that was a cool end um and yeah i look 
it's it's a it's a pretty fun game. Um, there it's a a pole uh like a a Polish team that developed it. Um, and yeah, if you've got Game Pass, check it out, hundred percent. Like you'll you'll have a good time, and within like ten minutes, you'll get a feel for what the game is, and you're like, you'll know from them whether or not you're actually gonna see it out. Um, but I did read that it was quite short when I was going into it, so I was like, cool, I'm gonna knock this over. So, um. I feel a little bit more accomplished about finishing games. Uh, but yeah, that's Carrion. Well, I've got one game, Joel, that I'm going to bring. Okay. I won't talk about it too long because I, I again, I, well, it's not that I haven't played much of it. It's just the amount of time I've spent playing it. I haven't done much. Okay. And that is, of course, Days Gone, which came out last year from SIE Ben Studio, published by Sony. It's an exclusive for the PS4. Uh, so this game, this game is so weird, right? Because this game was swimming in sevens when it came out, but the people who were still passionate about it were just like, you should check it. Like you should check it out. It's worth looking at. And so it's a game that I'd, I'd always been side-eyeing. It frequently goes on sale for like 20 odd dollars because that's generally the, the price it lands at. And I, I think it was like earlier this year, I was like, screw it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it and I'll play it. I got nothing to play right now. And then a bunch of games came out and now here I am about five months later coming back to it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you this game is good. Okay. Because right. uh, there's a lot of, every, every time I turn this game on, if I'm, if I'm in a conversation, I'm always like Deacon. Deacon is the main character. I'm like, Deacon, calm down. He's, <laughs> he either sounds not interested or sometimes way too enthusiastic Especially when it comes to killing people or things. I'm like, all right, man, I get that you don't like these people, but you're a little bit into this and I'm uncomfortable. The one thing I will absolutely praise this game on, because a lot of it is pretty standard. It's open world, first person, uh, third person, like action adventure sort of game. Uh, you, You ride around on your motorbike, you know, do missions, all that sort of stuff. Usual collectibles, camps to clear, all this sort of stuff. The thing that I actually was most surprised about it is I think it might be my favorite zombie game. Really? Interesting. Just because it just, it does, I think it does, like the closest comparison I've got, honestly, is Red Dead Undead Nightmare. Okay. Yep. Where like, you're scared of the zombies, right? Yeah. 100%. That (laughs) game's terrifying. It is. So like riding around in this game, like during the day, it's okay. But if you happen to get caught out at night, because you have little sound indicators on your map as you're riding along to let you know sort of where the enemies are. That is enough to sometimes make me uncomfortable when I see, like, reds everywhere. Because, again, if you haven't played Days Gone or you don't know anything about Days Gone, sure, like, you, you, you'll you go around. They're called freakers, by the way, not zombies in this one. Yeah, so you're, zombies. Yeah. You'll be riding around. You're like, cool, there's some freakers. I can see a freaker there, a freaker there. But when this game really shines is when it's able to catch you off guard. And I'll give you an example. The other night I was just doing a, a mission where I had to go to a cemetery and clear out some nests, which is pretty simple. Like you just go out. Usually it's like a, it's, it will highlight a zone on the map. And then in that area, there's like three or four or five little nests. You've got to go on Molotov cocktail. And when you do that, like there's usually a couple of freakers guarding it. You can stealth kill. And then when you Molotov cocktail the thing, like a couple will come out from the wreckage and you can kill them too. And I was just going about my business. It was nighttime in a graveyard, so it was already a little bit creepy. Yeah, cool. And I I found the last nest, and I snuck up, and I piffed my Molotov, and I'm like, cool. Because basically how I did it was, I would hit the Molotov and I'd run. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to deal with the ones coming out. 
So I do that. And I'm not kidding. And I, this is probably not a, a new thing for anyone who's played Days Gone. But for me, I hadn't been struck like this. I turn around. And this is how I learn that in this area, there is a thing called a horde. Oh, now the no. hordes, the hordes are sort of how I actually showcased this game originally when it was revealed. Yeah. I remember that insane E3 demo where I was just like, maybe oh, yeah. I should look at this game. Yeah. And nothing will strike fear into you quite like turning around and just seeing what must have been at least a hundred or so zombies or freakers, <laughs> I should say, just sort of coming towards me. I'm like, I am so far from my bike right now. Cause you know, you don't bring that into like a, a, a yeah. zone with freakers because it could get damaged and wrecked and you gotta spend time to repair it or fuel it up so i usually leave it at quite a distance and yeah it was pretty scary to just just run from that and then have to like manage my stamina because it runs out pretty quickly and if they catch you like that's it they'll, they'll just yeah. if enough get a beat on you they'll just overwhelm you but having moments like that is just really it's keeping me with the game even when right. i do i'll do a story mission i'm like wow that was i just don't care but then I'll have an encounter with freakers out in the wild where I was like, that was genuinely stressful and terrifying. Kudos. <laughs> Kudos yeah. to you, Days Gone. Um, it's interesting because, like, you were saying about, like, driving, like, being afraid of going anywhere at night and, like, having, like, the indicator on your map and stuff like that. And that triggered the thought of playing Dying Light. Yeah. had a similar thing with, like, that night... You do, especially early on in the game, like once you got a little bit further on and you got a little bit more confident, a little bit more weaponed up, basically. Um, yeah, you were fine, but like early on, being out at night, and everyone tells you as well, it's like, don't be out at night. It's not good. You will not have a good time. It's terrible. Uh, I hate and it. You, enca- <laughs> you encounter those special infected, and you're like, I am not having a good time. And you just have to run. Um, yeah, they, they were some of the best moments. That's, of a, that's it. And that's another good comparison as well. Yeah, and it seems very similar. You're honestly piquing my interest in, in maybe playing this game. At that's some the point. thing. And I get, I, I, I can't tell if I'm just early on or if this is, I kind of hope it's just a mechanic. Uh, you, generally speaking, it sort of depends on the gun loadouts you take. It's not like you're rolling around with like a thousand bullets. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you set out from a point, you've got. The fuel in your bike, which if you get low on fuel, you'll need to make a pit stop to fuel it back up, which is, again, can be a whole different kind of stressful if you're in a new area and you're like, well, is a f- I can see a fuel icon down there. Also a lot of freakers. So I got to make a choice here. Um, and yeah, then of course there's your your bike's like condition. You've got to repair it using scrap, which again, that'll take time. If your bike gets trashed, you've got to pull over and hold circle on it to fix it which will consume your scrap. And you can only carry so much scrap. I just got an upgrade to carry more, but yeah. And then of course, yeah, bullets. At the start, I was lucky to be traveling with like more than 30 or 40 bullets. Right. Pre- presently, I'm okay. I've got like a gun that can take like, I think a hundred and then a pistol that can take another 20. But even then, like when you're dealing with like hordes of like 200 odd freakers, like you start counting those bullets. <laughs> you start looking at them and go, I've got to make decisions here. Yeah. And it's um, just, I'm just enjoying that part of it. I'm not into the story or anything like that. I just am interested in the world they've created with these okay. with these creatures. So the story is just pretty, like, by the numbers. Like, I don't want to be too harsh on it, but so far I'm just not really invested in anything. Yeah, fair like, enough. I, and I, I don't want to be too mean, but all the biker stuff I'm kind of like, eh. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm like, eh. They're like, they're like family, like bikers are like family. Yeah, it's just not a thing I'm The Fast of, and Furious kind of feel to like Sons my, of Anarchy vibe. My brother's called Boozer and I'm like, really? Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. Okay. okay, dude. Um, I'm interested about the bike stuff, actually. The bike um, stuff is like the bike, especially because like, again, you can upgrade it so it doesn't need to start amazing. But at the start, it's not great, which just, again, just adds to like traversing that world. You've got to be very aware like, if you skid too hard or go off too big of a suit, you can spill. Right. And then you've got to stand your bike back up before you can even get back on it. In terms of, like, you were saying about, like, repairing and stuff like that, if you get to a, a situation where you've not got any scrap to be able to repair it, or is that, like, a game over, or do you just have to... No, uh, you can... So, if you want... You can basically... And I believe me, I did this because I ran out of fuel the other day. And right. I couldn't take my bike, so I actually had to progress to a nearby camp on foot. Oh. Which is, again, it was during the day, so it wasn't too bad. But yeah, if I had encountered a large group, I would be dead. But basically, I've had situations like that where you go to a camp and you can go... Because most camps have like a, a motorbike upgrader, because they have to. Uh, they can retrieve your bike for you. So they can right. then bring it to camp. So you, it's not like you're stuck. It's not like it's a game over, but you do have to be... It, it pays to be mindful of your supplies just because, trust me, you don't want to get stuck walking back to a camp. <laughs> right. Okay. And, and in terms of, yeah, so like the world is, in terms of the world map is like sparse in terms of like distance between camps and things like that? Or um, The camps, the camps themselves are pretty distant, but again, there are little places, there's like little houses and petrol stations where you can sort of stop off to get supplies if you need to. So again, it's not like you should, you're going to be sweating bullets over it. But it, okay. it just it just helps to stay on top of it when you can, cool. Especially okay. especially because I've recently headed to a new area where I'm, it's basically all fog of ward. I'm like I got no oh. idea what's down there. <laughs> like yeah, great. Oh, so fun. yeah, it's just I'm way more into the world than I thought I would be, which okay. has been a pleasant surprise. That's interesting. I, I I think maybe next time I've like got a spare moment. And it's on sale. I might pick it up. Yeah, because that's the thing. I, I've heard this game is massive. I was checking how long to beat, and people were like, "Oh yeah, like sixty hours." I'm like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Okay, oh, <laughs> Jesus. I'm I, having I'm having time commitment issues with Persona Five Royal, which yeah. is a game that I fucking adore. Like, that's the thing because I've I've been doing some story missions. I'm like, man, I'm blowing through these story missions pretty quickly. I gotta be getting sort of close. And when I started looking that up, I'm like, how? What? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that does. Well, does that excite you? Does that do you think maybe there's going to be some sort of twist in the story that will make you be a bit more invested in it or something like that? Or well, I'm curious, right? Like I, mm. I heard of a new a freaky type called a screamer, which oh, is exactly what you think it is. It's basically oh, this game's good. equivalent of a witch, where oh, it, they have the ability to like bring a whore down on you. So I'm like, great, we've got a new infected type. But yeah, I do worry that it might outstay its welcome. I okay. don't know if it have the legs, but. At this point, I'm just enjoying being a little bit stressed out around... Because it's been so... like Again, Dying Light's a good example, but it's been so long since I've actually really been concerned, I guess, in a, in, <laughs> like, in a game with zombies, where you're just like... Yeah. Right. Like, I, yeah. I guess, you know, the Resident Evils, but even then, those are tight, confined spaces where you're like... Having the open world setting and having the possibility of having these massive hordes just be a thing that exists. And if you do clear them out, they, the horde has perished. Like they're gone for good. Wow, so that's cool. It is worth spending the time. I've heard that once you finish the game, it marks where there are, there's like, I think there's 37 
optional hordes and like three okay. story hordes. And as you get further down the list, they get bigger. So I'm like, okay. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, you're I just, just I'm surprised. I'm surprised. You're just gonna imagine that, like that final like mission is gonna be like the biggest one, and yeah, it's gonna it be, to be like right? fucking everyone. Look, even Ooh. I even think back to that E3 gameplay where it was just like he was just running with this stream behind him. Yeah, it, it was. It oh, was boy. impressive to watch. Yeah, it was. And I, I remember doubting it a bit at the time, but having played it, I'm like, no, this this is real. And there's a lot of them. And yeah, it's, yeah. I don't want to, again, I'm not heaping praise on this game, but I am more surprised, I'm surprised at how much I'm enjoying that aspect of it. When cool. I, you know, zombies are just done, but yeah. They're, yeah. They're... Interesting. Cool. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, every time I talk to you about this game, because I've, I've had a couple of conversations with you about it, and I'm just like, oh, it does sound like something I could get into. Like, I think I could have a bit of fun with this. It's really interesting though, talking about this and like, I know not, we didn't talk a whole lot about it, but like having this and Ghost of Tsushima in the same episode, because Ghost of Tsushima could have easily fallen into a similar category where it's like swimming in sevens. It's fine. Like you'll have fun. But I found again, not to spoil what we're going to probably talk about in the spoiler cast, but like I found myself caring about, characters in ghost of tsushima and the story and i was invested by the time i hit credits um like i said i got there but the first like act of that game if it wasn't for the side characters i honestly am like how much like would i i don't think i would have burned through as quickly as i did because i really wasn't there but yeah the side cast really kept me in the start there and they carried me through to where I, i was really bought in by the rest of the story so yeah yeah We'll, we'll 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 do that out when we do our, our spoiler cast episode. Uh, do you have anything else you've been playing you want to bring up? Uh, look, I could talk about all the Metroid games, but we'll save that for next year when I make you play them all for the series' thirty fifth anniversary. You make that sound like it's going to be a chore for me, and I'm going to fucking enjoy all of that. I'm oh, I hope you time. do. Like, we're, I'm going gonna to have s- a good time. We're going to sit down. and We're going to play them all. I finished Fusion. I finished Metroid Prime One. I finished Super Metroid. You finished Samus Returns. I finished Samus Returns. That's four. So you, so you got you got what? You got Prime Two, Prime Three, Other M. Are you but, gonna make me play uh, another uh, another Metroid Two remake? If you want to, I'm happy to pass on a file to. I have it. I mean, I mean, look, hey, let's we'll see can, how I'm you, going. You can plug in a three uh, an Xbox controller and play it from that. Let's see how I'm going. Maybe but yeah. More. Anyway, yeah, look forward to some sort of Metroid series next year because. <laughs> God damn it! If if not, if that series turns thirty five, and Nintendo does nothing, yeah, that's bullshit. Like when <laughs> currently they are poised, right? Assuming the rest of this year is just barren for them, they have a trilogy they can drop, and possibly well, a three DS port they could do. It's just wanna... it's set up for them to be like, eh, fuck it. Who cares about Metroid? I don't want to get into the weeds about this, but it's also like. It's Mario's 35th anniversary this year, and they haven't really done much for that either. Not, on, least the, not on their games. Like, we've got a theme no. park coming, we've got this Lego Mario stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I, okay, look, the state of the world's probably altered how that would have played out normally. All but, I'm saying yeah. is that I'm... Samus gets nothing. And I'd be lying if I wasn't a bit bitter at this point, where the most we got Nintendo-wise was Sakurai putting a screenshot 
like a, a snapshot from from Smash of Samus being like 34 years of Metroid. I'm like, thanks, Sakurai. I'm glad you care. <laughs> Nintendo sure doesn't. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Look, before before we get before we get Kyron, uh, um down that rabbit hole, it's now time for dope or nope. Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope is, uh, of course, our news segment of the show where we bring a whole bunch of news stories to the table and we decide collectively whether they are dope and we continue to talk about them or if they are a nope and we wipe them from our existence uh, entirely. So, uh, Can I just say, it's good to be back with Dope or Nope. I've missed it. It is, and I tell you what, we got some spicy ones this week um, that could be that could fall into the latter category. But and don't forget, uh, if it's a split, like you get to talk a little bit for it. But exactly, yeah, you get to have a little bit of a talk about. You get it. to say what you want to say, but there's no discussion. There's no discussion. I'm just putting it out there. Just yeah, okay, it's fine. The, the 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 thing that's coming to mind, I might get to talk about it at another point. So we'll, <laughs> it's true. We'll exactly. It's not like you're not going um, to knock it. Exactly. Yeah. We'll get down the track. Um, but we're going to kick things off with, um, I think, is a collective dope as a whole. Um, we're going we to individually another... pick yeah. this thing apart. <laughs> Pardon? We're going to individually pick this whole thing apart, though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we had another uh, PlayStation State of Play um, last week. Uh, which we got a whole bunch of new uh, like looks and reveals at uh, particularly third party stuff. I think they said going into it, they were like, it's well, going to be third party stuff. They were very clear. I guess, like, mm-hmm. honestly, looking at, like, they, I'm not saying they've been looking at how Nintendo ha- has been going about this stuff, but they definitely set expectations immediately in the announcement tweet, right? And yeah. especially, I think, with the heaped on expectations with all of Jeff Grubb's rumors and what he's been saying when the second that anyone would have seen state of play august they're like sweet this is that one this is the price one yeah this is let's go this is the silent hill one <laughs> yeah that, that, that makes you know at a very like superficial level it makes sense but uh yeah like you said they were very clear about their uh and i respect it honestly. Setting, yeah exactly setting expectations going into it um so we're going to go through the things that were announced and we're going to dope on open them individually. Starting off with, uh, because this, the article that we've got from the PlayStation blog is in reverse order. Shall we go from... I say go bottom to top. Bottom to top? Cool. That's exactly what I was going to do. Just wanted to clarify with you before we started. Um, which means the show kicked off with a new pretty deep look at uh, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Uh, now, if you've listened to this show before... Well, okay. First of all, dope or nope? I mean, in what is the biggest surprise to me is it's a dope from me. And what will be the biggest fucking surprise for Joel McDonald, co-host of Dialogue Options Podcast? It's a dope from me. Known uh, Crash Bandicoot hater. Yeah, look, look, I'm, I, I've made it no secret my, my but, disdain for Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, nothing else, Joel. Doesn't that just speak to how good this game looks? Like, well, I mean, that's the thing. This game looks fucking great. Like, I couldn't uh, believe it. Like, I. I don't have a huge history of the series. I've considered picking up the Insane Trilogy, but more than anything, I looked upon that and was like, cool, this is a cool way to bring these games back for everyone to enjoy. But yeah. even when they announced Crash 4, I was just like, okay, so it'll sort of just be sort of like that, right? Yeah. But just from what we saw, they're really 
trying and it's working. This game is looking are, very good. They are bringing Crash into the modern age and and doing doing so with like love and care, which some would argue he deserves. I wouldn't, but um, Look, Joel, but just getting him ready for when he's in you know Smash Brothers later this year. Fuck me. Um, anyway, get ready for it. Uh, yeah, so we had a bit of a like uh, one of the developers from uh, Toys for uh, Toys for Bob uh, talking about some of the features you'll be able to encounter in uh, It's About Time. Um, I'll go on record and say the title, great, great pun, double meaning it, behind it. It, it works really well. <laughs> I was like, well, well played. Okay, you got me on that one. Um, but yeah, uh, the thing that I, I want to sort of start off with that really stuck out to me is the, what's it called? The inverted mode. That's honestly the big um, thing that jumps out at me as well. Yeah, so like there are some other things as well, like Dingo Dial is a playable character. I'm like, cool. And right. uh, they gave him some tragic backstory as well. I'm like, all right, sweet. What's his name? Uh, uh, Neocortex is playable. Neocortex, yeah. Um, and they all play differently to Crash as well, which is kind of neat as well. Uh, and there's like um, different skins you can earn as well that like that are just cosmetic that you can play. No microtransactions, all that kind of stuff. But this inverted mode is pretty interesting. Um, because they're, it's almost like a new game plus. They they compared it to a mirror mode, where it's you can play through to get um, play through the same stages to get like additional achievements and and unlocks and stuff like that. Um, but they sort of you know, as the name suggests, mirror mode. It, so it sort of flips the game a little bit, and makes it a little bit more difficult um, because it's you've got to relearn the stages and, and sort of do the opposite of what you're used to doing normally. This sort of like builds on that by sort of making each one its own, like that has its own conditions in a way. So some of the ones they showed off was like one that looked very like unfinished swan where you had to sort of splash color throughout. It was like all white and you had to splash, I think you do like the spin attack and like, like splash paint everywhere. So it would map the way that you had to go through the level. Um, there's like, old timey film real stuff um and like that that on that one the gameplay actually speeds up so it's almost like an old timey film um and yeah i think this is a really cool idea for like post game content yeah like the main reason this grabbed me was because i'll be honest it immediately reminded me of a mechanic that ukulele and the impossible layer had where you could in like spending items you picked up you could actually change the stages, like to see how, like play them in a second, a different second way, right? So, for some examples is like a stage that had water would then be frozen, and it would basically yep. completely change how that stage played. So, yep. assuming not to say this is exactly what this will be like, it's just the idea is similar, and I really like it. I like having a reason to go back through a stage. Yeah, and like also, I think like not just changing the gameplay mechanics, but changing how the stage looks as well makes it feel fresh. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's also really smart on their behalf, where they just have to do, they don't have to worry about like creating entire new environments for extra content. They can just rework the stuff that they've already got. Yeah, and that way that they're spending time on making those environments that they've got existing really fun and detailed to look at but then they just sort of put these new spins on them as well. Yeah. It's just a good, yeah, the game's looking good. That was a good presentation. Mm. And that inverted mode has honestly pushed it from 
I won't look at it to like, man, I will keep an eye on it. I'll see what the prices are like. I'll see what sales are coming up. Cause I kind of want to play it. Yeah. I, I will probably play it at some point. I think maybe, but we'll see. Uh, moving on from that. Next up, we saw, uh, some more for Hitman three. Um, and not just Hitman 3. So they basically confirmed with this uh, little sort of teaser trailer that Hitman 3 will be playable in v- PlayStation VR. And you'll also be able to play through the entire, um, what's it called? World of Assassination sure. trilogy. They're the, the basically like the, the new Hitman games 1, 2, and 3. Because they're adding those into the game. Like the base game in general. But you'll be able to play through all three of them in VR. What say you, Karen? I say nope, just because they didn't give us... It's a cool announcement, but yeah. I'm going to say dope, and I'll just, I, I have nothing else really to add to it, because I'm not super invested in the Hitman franchise. Um, If you want to see how bad I am at Hitman, there is a video out there. You can look that up. Oh my god, there um, is a video. I forgot. I, I'm fucking garbage at it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the idea of being able to play in VR is pretty neat, and not only that, they're, they're doing it for all three games for the entire trilogy does this pretty cool does this like i mean i think we suspected it but this basically confirms psvr for five for ps5 right well i mean yeah that's also another conversation you could get into as well because that's the thing we haven't heard officially but like hitman 3 is a is that a ps4 game as well i don't think i think it's ps4 because it's coming Uh, out oh it's early next year i mean it could still be it could still be cross-gen i'm just gonna quickly double check because um Hmm, I'm just looking here. No, not Hitman contracts, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> they're not, oh God, no, they're they're not looking here. But um, yeah, World of Assassination is the. Yeah, it says so. it says current gen two. Okay, I just wonder yeah. because we've the question about PS5 and VR, but I guess we don't know yet. We can't officially mm. say yet. Yeah, um, and the trailer's really cool, and you got to hear that cool music again. Yeah, the, the soundtrack stuff that they've been doing for Hitman Three is, oh, on point. Loving that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Moving on, we had a trailer for Braid Anniversary Edition. (laughs) Yeah, it's a note from me as well. Like, I've tried playing Braid and it just didn't click with me. And I get why people really like it, but... Not a game for me. Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yep, cool. Awesome. Cutting down. Uh, We're going to be be brutal, okay? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, we had Genshin Impact. Nope. Nope. Uh, I'm vaguely interested in this game. The, but, the only yeah. thing I took away from this was I was watching with the easy allies, and when their chat group came up with um breath of a waifu, like I was like, yeah, there you go. That's what this is. That's how I would sell this game to someone. Yeah, it's breath of the wild, but with anime, and that's why I'm kind of like, eh, maybe I can check that out. It's but, it's fine, yeah. but yeah, I'm not enough to dedicate a, a part of our show to it. Yeah, go, so. look up the trailer if you want. <laughs> Moving on, we had a look at Aeon Must die but did we so this well, is I mean, yeah dope for a surprising reason because of what yeah, happens it's, it's dope for a pretty terrible fucking reason um if we're being completely honest here but i must admit at face value when i was watching this presentation and that trailer popped up i'm like this looks pretty cool the art style and that like the like the cutscene segments of it reminded me of like trigger animation and i was like this is ticking some boxes for me um, it wasn't until like later on in the day that I saw some tweets and some stories popping up about um, the fact that pretty much the entire team had quit 
earlier in or the end of July or so. It basically originated from a uh, second a second Aeon trailer appeared on YouTube from a private user with a description. This trailer was created with abuse, manipulation, theft. So talk, it went on to talk about, yeah, unbearable work conditions, endless crunch, blah, blah, blah. But like, it just basically sounds like a disaster. And it, at first, it got circulated a lot. It went around the internet yeah. a lot. Because I, I saw it when I was watching along and I was just like, oh, I, I'm suddenly not interested now. But I mean, maybe it could be nothing, right? Like we haven't had any official confirmation. And then Focus Home Interactive themselves put out a statement basically acknowledging the situation. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the whole idea was that, that, that uh, due to like uh, yeah, terrible work conditions and crunch and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that pretty much most of the team left the game. Yep. And, then- uh, and the... The higher ups basically went, well, fuck you, and just stole everything and put it together themselves and and submitted and it and got it in a state of play. Like, yeah, that's the crazy part to me. That's that's honestly yeah. out of all of this, it, it sucks that they were treated this way and that happened. But for that to all happen and then for Sony to have it here in a state of play, yeah, wow, what a disaster! It's rough. <laughs> it is it is rough. Uh, there's probably not much else we can really talk about it but it is, uh, that'll be absolutely a story that i'm keeping an eye on over the next few weeks yeah I, i'm i'm sure we, we probably revisit this over the coming weeks sounds because, like yeah it'll be coming back <laughs> yeah this is a story that is developing as the days go on so um but yeah oh boy let's move on uh anno mutation uh, mutatinum i honestly i saw this i had to click on it to look at a picture because i was mm. like i remember this game and then I saw it and was like, I think I actually was not paying attention to the stream at this point. So uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a note from me. It was mostly it's a trailer. A... It wasn't really a long, deep dive. It looked kind of fun, but like, yeah, it definitely didn't stick in my mind. So it's a note from me as well. Um, then we're going to look at the, uh, some people would argue, uh, Goaty 2020 um, bug snacks got some more we're gonna look at get we got gameplay for bug snacks so we sort of know what you'd be doing for the most part what do you reckon i have a feeling that you want to talk about it not for long but all yeah. right i'll say dope then i mean this uh, it's dope for me as well like i there's been rumors going around like there's been people like speculating that this game's going to be a horror game or there's going to be this and this again much like the first trailer, has this like weird, dark moment at the end of the trailer before we get the happy song again and the and the splash screen. Um, but I'm it, just I'm curious about this. Let's be honest here. It's the, the this trailer basically showed us Pokemon Snap meets Viva Viva Pinata, right? Yeah, and one of the developers had come out and said that that they were two of the games that they were the two games, and I think Dark cloud and something else were like the inspirations that they took away that they were sort of like taking away from for bug snacks um i mean it's, it's young horses isn't it i think the, so yeah the developers like yeah so it's the developers of um octodad yeah, and yeah. um holiday 2020 yeah. we'll see yeah yeah i mean look I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it but yeah i just wanted to sort of bring it up again just because i'm oh, like yeah i'm sort of firmly in the camp that there's some dark shit going on I'm on this island. I'm incredibly interested in Bug Snacks beyond its catchy theme song. Yeah, absolutely. Which still, catchy theme song, 
fucking excellent. I'll see if um, I can I survive another few months of it, but at this point, I mean, it's still catchy. I had a moment the other day where um, I was just I was having a bad day. I was in a I was in a terrible mood, and then like there was a few things that were just going wrong at home, and I'm like, oh, I'm just having a bad day, and then for some reason the bug snacks theme like popped into my head, and it made me even more furious. <laughs> I was just like, this fucking song. Um, but yeah, that was that's I, I for the most part I enjoy that song. Not enough to go buy that vinyl. No. Uh, from Iron Maiden. No, but, thank you. It's yeah, yeah, all good. Uh, Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series nope. coming to PlayStation VR. Yeah, it's a note for me. I hear it's really good, but it's a, maybe I'll check it it's out. It's VR again. It was a trailer. Look it up. I would say. Yep. Yeah, that's it. And I'm only so also saying that because the next thing on our list is Control's AWE expansion. It's quadruple dope. It's like all the dopes ever pushed into for like it what? is it for me it was easily the dopest thing in this whole presentation. There's one other thing as well that was fucking great as well, which is just looking at this and I'm just seeing if it's actually in here. Well what's the thing you're thinking of? Is it the pathless? Oh, it's that's, not listed. That's a good here. point, it's not listed here. Yeah, we maybe we'll talk about about that next. But yeah, I'm like that was also one of the highlights very cool um but yes uh we got confirmation that um that controls uh awe expansion the second i think the final expansion for control the the final control expansion yeah is coming august 27th uh they also confirmed that alan wake is involved Uh, i mean everyone sort of had clued it together but i mean having his voiceover at the start and then having that very quick shot of him he's back he's back we got alan wake back we did it He's back and he's seen some fucking shit. Stay like, in the light. <laughs> stay in the light. Oh my God. So yeah, there's also a little bit more about this as well that you brought to my attention. That was, um, I, that Remedy sort of came out and said that basically, and again, you could probably glean this from like, I mean, I've got the, it, playing it's the literally games. the article that is in the state of play thing is where that came from. Okay, cool. I actually haven't clicked into it yet, but yeah. Um, wait, do you want to read it out? Sure. So it's at the tail end of this article, which sort of goes into the, the expansion itself. And it this said, I'll, I'll just read it verbatim what it says. And it was written, this was submitted by, um, oh boy, Thomas Pua, who was the communications director at Remedy Entertainment. And it just says, finally, you might've heard a certain Alan Wake narrating the trailer and showing up at the very end. Over the years, we have included Easter eggs in our games that related that related some of Remedy's games to each other, as you have seen it, as you have seen if you play Control. But what if they were not all just Easter eggs? What if there's actually been a plan in place for over a decade on how some of our games are connected? A Remedy-connected universe, if you will, and payoff for certain things is down the line. And then also on top of that, they have confirmed that the next game that's in that Remedy-connected universe is well and truly in development at the moment. So... Fucking yes. It's so funny, right? Because it wasn't when I read that, it just sort of clicked. I'm like, of course, because like control absolutely control especially perfect way to bring all those again, I assume they mostly mean again Alan Wake and Quantum Quantum Break. Quantum Break. I assume those are the main two. I doubt Max Payne is because I don't even have do they even have the rights anymore to Max Payne? I don't know. Mm, Yeah, I guess yeah. I assume those are the main two. Yeah. But again, who knows? We'll, I guess we'll find out. But um, 
we have we have ourselves in a position now where they can easily do that, right? Yeah. And, and this, yeah. this DLC comes August twenty seventh, and I, goddamn, can't wait to play it. <laughs> um, it it sucks. It sucks for me because I borrowed your copy of this game to play it, and I don't own it. So I need to buy a copy of the game and then the season pass so I can play through the the DLC before it as well. Um, but yeah, this um. I mean, I love the fact that they, they called it AWE, like the expansion is called AWE. And everyone's like, is it Alan Wake? And they were like, no, it stands for Altered World Event. He was in, you, may, can, you can look at the damn W in the logo. <laughs> I know. And it's like, it may very well stand for Altered World Event, but also it stands for Alan Wake Expansion, you fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Control, Control was my favorite game of last year, easily. Like it was, I, I'm pretty sure that was my game of the year last year. I can't remember what I picked in the end, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was because I thought about that game for so long after I rolled credits on it and I like it, I, oh, all man, all just, performance issues aside that game fucking it's so good like blew me away it was amazing I'm just yeah. like reading still reading like bits and pieces like Jesse wanted <laughs> yeah. to explore the numerous altered world events investigated here including one from the town of Bright Falls oh, they're adding shit. a new service weapon form called Search, which is basically a sticky grenade launcher oh, that's um, cool. they're adding in an arcade cabinet to replay missions uh, well, to replay okay. I, to replay boss fights, the four boss fights in the campaign. Okay. But most importantly, you will also be able to use that arcade cabinet to replay the ashtray maze. Oh yes, I, that's all we'll say about that. Yes, I, oh for sure, ashtray maze if, is. If you've special. not played Control and you're vaguely interested in it, you and you've heard people talk about the ashtray maze, maze, do not look up anything for it. It's fucking one of the coolest things in video games. Um, and also like a horde mode and stuff like that. But yeah, this DLC sounds great. Uh, yep. I can't wait. God, yeah. so close. I'm so happy with how close it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited to play this. Um, I also kind of want to play through Alan Wake again now as well. It's been years since I played that. Um, I did actually download Quantum Break and start it up. Um, I played like maybe 45 minutes of it. Um, really bad uh, input lag on the Xbox One. Um, I've got an Xbox One S. I was I downloaded it from Game Pass. Um, and yeah, I found the input lag was very noticeable and distracting. And I'm contemplating maybe trying it on PC and seeing if it's the same there because I kind of want to play it. Um, even though it's got like five or six episodes of a TV show you have to watch as well. Um, Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I I commend them for trying to do something different. Oh and look, absolutely. Like a a, like a, a shared universe sort of thing but now it seems like all that stuff is paying off and fuck my mind is racing about i don't even know where they're going sam lake is a fucking madman mm-hmm. um i will say though starting starting quantum break there was like a live action video trailer for i can't remember what it's called but it's 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 an alan wake story like it's him narrating it and stuff like that i'm like that's cute and sam lake is in it as well i'm like so, i fucking know you you're awesome i just can't wait um, to see what what's going to happen in this deal with alan wake it's just i'm excited yeah. i'm so excited yeah it was like just hit yeah hearing that voice and then seeing the flash room at the end you're just like i is that was that is that alan wake see here so now because i know that remini bought back the rights to alan wake make that ps4 port happen yeah absolutely I'm i'll fucking... buy it again i'll do it don't test me 
I mean, even if they want to put it as a PS5 port, like sure, whatever it takes to get it. Like, yeah, I just want to. I want it. I have it. I have the 360 version. I have it downloaded on Game Pass. I'm fairly certain I own it on Steam. Yep, me too. I'll buy it again. I'll do it. (laughs) If if they did like a a control Alan Wake like that'd be cool remaster on PS5 double pack, um, especially if we see how how connected this this alan wake expansion yeah, is gonna got, we have to move on because otherwise we're just gonna keep yeah. talking about alan wake and control and yeah just, that's true and it's all we'll talk about it when we both eventually play it uh when it comes out down the joel track. i'll be good not it, it i won't spoil it for you what oh what's that uh, oh won't spoil the alan wake stuff for you oh i'm i'm absolutely fucking i'm buying control this week i've decided <laughs> it's, it's on sale so it's on sale i've got 15 dollars of credit sitting there that sony gave me so i'm like fuck it i'm it's going towards that I'm it's gonna, all I, coming together that, that's a worthy investment i think i almost want to play through control again as well from the start so, good. Game is so good um all right moving on auto chess nope <laughs> it's a note for me even though i like auto chess games i didn't play auto chess it also played, just feels like Late to the party at this point, but like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we bring up, do you want to talk about the Pathless now? Because it can I'm, happy, it's not I'm, here. I'm happy to talk a little bit about it. It was largely gameplay and it looks it looks excellent. Looks fan-fucking-tastic. Um, just the movement in that game looks so fluid and so for much fun. For, for those of you who are sitting there going, what they've taught, What is this for Pathless game? It's the new game from Giant Squid. Giant Squid previously did Abzu. Uh, involved involves uh, Matt Narva, who feel like who the hell's Matt Narva? He was one of the talent behind that game company, but made Journey one of my favorite indie games of all time. Yep. And of course, this also brings back Austin Wintery, which yes. they also worked together on Abzu. Abzu was a good game, and everyone should play it, even if it is yeah, just underwater journey. Like it's just a charming, chill time with an amazing soundtrack. And yeah, yeah this just looks incredible. Like, what else can I say about it? Yeah, I mean, it looks like. It looks like they've taken the sort of minimalistic storytelling of things like Journey and Abzu and then put combat in it, but like their own sort of take on combat that isn't just like hack and slash or whatever. Yeah, well, because you have the bow and arrow, but it's largely like movement based, which I really like. Yeah, it almost, there are parts where it seems like it's borderline rhythm based as well. Mm. Where it, looks, like, I don't know whether the person playing it was just being really clever and syncing it to the music, I mean, but possibly. But like, it just looks um, so good. Or the music could be dynamic as well. I don't know, but yeah, I I'm very into this. I love the art style of it as well. It's a cool bird that's your friend. You can pat it. In fact, yeah, you can pat you it. You have to pat it to clean it. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. This was like they did quite a big deep dive into like yeah. gameplay stuff from it's this like and six or seven minutes of gameplay. It's absolutely worth looking up if you didn't catch this state of play. Yeah, and it's it seems a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be from like the initial reveals. So I think this game's still coming to Apple Arcade, if I'm not mistaken. That's I think I can't. It's on you if you know. If it... Yeah, let me have a look. It's meant to be coming later this year, is all they're saying at the moment. Because I'm pretty sure that they, uh, yeah, they featured it in. Um, this is one of the first places I saw it was at Apple an Apple Arcade sizzle reel. Um, yeah, so it's coming to Apple Arcade as well, which is, that's what made me go, okay, it's coming to mobile, so maybe it's a little bit more scaled back. And it still could be, but it seems like there's a lot of exploration and well, It's basically their take on an open world, right? So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm right when they, there. When they showed it in the, the Apple Arcade stuff, it looked like 
an on rails like endless like, runner style thing. But how so, how long ago was that though? It was a while ago, I think. Well, I mean, not too long ago because Apple Arcade's relatively new. So I think it was at the Apple Arcade launch event. So it would have been a year ago. A lot could um, happen in a year. That's true. Uh, yeah, very keen on that. Um, the Pedestrian coming January twenty twenty one. It's a cool game, mm-hmm. but nah, it's a dope for, a, a nope from me. Sorry. Yeah, it's a note from me as well. It I looks see really cool. It. it looks, it's an interesting concept, and I'm, it's been I'm... popping up in my Steam. It's been on Steam for a little while now. I feel mm. so. It's constantly been in my face, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty neat. It, yeah. Anyway, we're not going to talk about. It. Uh, then we got uh, what they said was a look at two new PlayStation Five games. Uh, one of them is new, uh, which is Hood Outlaws and Legends. What do you say about that? Nope. <laughs> I thought this looked pretty good, nah. actually. <laughs> and they showed gameplay at the end as well, which that's made it true. Bit, Look, if you want yeah. to talk about it a little bit, I, just... I mean, there's not there's not a whole lot to talk about. But I thought it looked. I just want to say I thought it looked pretty cool. Multiplayer um, heist game. I don't know. PvPVE they call it. Multiplayer heist game in like medieval times. Fucking this sounds good. This sounds like this sounds like what like run up our alley. But yeah. Anyway, we'll see. I don't see. Uh, I. If it was PVE, sure. PVPV, PVPVE. I'm like, get another team out of here. Well, maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's a mode for it. Who knows? Maybe it's just a purely co-op experience. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, and the other one of the the two new PlayStation games, the PlayStation Five games that we saw, is fucking Temtem. Nope. Yeah, it's a nope from me as well because it's I've, also coming to the Switch as well. Like, and if I've, I'm gonna play that game, I'm gonna play it on Switch. If I'm gonna play that game, I'm just gonna play Pokemon. Well, and that's also true. So, like, like, I get the appeal of this game was interesting, but from all I've seen on, on this game being played, mostly from the easy eyes playing it and looking at it on Steam, it just looks really... It's like, it is answering the question to me as to why Pokemon is not an MMO. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah, 100%. If it's, if it's your thing, great. But yeah, I look at that and it's like, okay, I cool, Pokemon, don't do that. <laughs> It literally looks like Pokemon that I bought from the reject shop. Like it's that's what it looks like. Even to just me. like even besides the designs, like watching the combat is just like dreary. And because it's an, an MMO, like a lot of them just have way too much health and oh god. Yep. And the music is just like a cut rate version. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we're being too harsh, but like yeah, I just it doesn't well, get current. me excited. Current. Maybe this will get you excited. We got one more thing to talk about <laughs> from the the PlayStation State of Play for August twenty twenty. Their final announcement, we got to see more Godfall. This was like a special kind of nope, because yeah. if I had known for sure it was the last thing they were showing, like, I know they said it was, but I was like, maybe there's one thing else. If they said for sure, like, definitively, after this, we're stopping the presentation, I was switched off, because I was so bored. It's I just, like, I, it just looks so fucking generic. Like, there's, I'm not saying there's not a world where Godfall could be good, but I mm. think it needs to start playing to its strengths more often because this was basically all about combat and it didn't mm-hmm. look that fun. And you start playing up the, the, the multiplayer and the loot and stuff. That's what they need to yeah. get to. I mean, I thought it looked fine. Like I thought I, I could see myself playing this game, but it was just like, that's, that's how we're ending this. Like I would have ended with, I almost would have ended with the fucking control DLC. Like, or, even- or um, the 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 path yeah. would have been a great. Closer. I was thinking the like, path yeah, or even the Crash Four stuff. Like I don't know. 
It's yeah. I wonder I'm, how much money um, Gearbox paid to. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too conspiracy theorist because it always bites us. But like it just, it just reeks that there was meant to be something else. But whatever mm-hmm. it is, yeah, well, we ended on Godfall, and that's that's just how it went. We'll wait for the wait for the September state of play. <laughs> Maybe there we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? We could get another one towards the end of August. I think we fucking need something because we still don't know how much these bloody consoles are going to cost they, they when plan, they're coming they out. They plan on selling these consoles in two months and no one knows how much money we're going to be spending. Like, it's just insane. Just absolute bonkers. Again, anyway. Je- Jeff Grubb claims at least there's meant to still be an Xboxing day coming up this month where I guess that'll come up with Lockhart. And you have to assume that Sony will happen. If that happens, like, Sony will be, like, ready as soon as that's done. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Someone's going to pull the trigger and the other person's going to be... There's five pl- seconds behind them yeah playing high stakes next gen chicken where i'm like guys oh, yeah. these like people need to have money for this right yeah. like <laughs> and the, the the rest of us are all sitting back watching and i'm getting to the point now i'm just like i don't care anymore like if you're gonna if you're so fucking far up your analysis that you don't want to it's like you go first no, you go first i'm not doing anything well, you do it first it's like fucking just oh i don't care I mean, about your petty bullshit i mean maybe it could all be because t- I mean, obviously, again, the world's still in a massive state right thing. now. So that's maybe a lot of like the production line stuff is holding up a definitive price. But like we, like we got to get close, guys, because of course, yeah, these but- are meant to be coming out in two or three months. Like people need to be ready because these are going to be expensive. Sorry, there's one more thing that we didn't talk about that was in that fe- that thing as well that actually we saw a, a quite a lot of gameplay from, and I'm pretty excited for. Um, that's Splunky Two. Oh, it's a note from me. Oh, it's a dope for me. I think okay, the game was great. Okay. And the fact, the exciting part about the whole thing was the fact that it's coming out in September. That's, it's coming out soon, like very soon. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to play more Spelunky and be terrible at it. I tried Spelunky um, 1 and sucked and then just kind of, uh, I just didn't get, I didn't see a point and I deleted it very quickly. Uh, I, I'm bad at it, but it's my type of game, like that I would just keep fucking ramming my head against a brick wall. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to play more of it. But yeah, that's that was cool. I, I was excited about. I'm happy, but you're happy. Honestly, yeah. I am. Well, I know. I, I know that I'm very much in like the from what I've seen on the internet, that there's the minority for people who are just like not into Spelunky. But I'm happy for everyone who's excited. Yeah, that community is pretty pretty um, passionate. Into, yeah, into it is. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I I mean I haven't looked into it if it's coming out on Switch that day as well. Because if it is, I want to play it on Switch, and I'll wait for it to come out on that. It seems like it would be perfect on Switch, but yeah, yeah. we'll see. In fact, I'm going to actually go look and see if Spelunky one's on Switch, because I should probably add that to my roguelike collection. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that was a state of play for August. Yeah, like um, it, honestly, it was... It, I know I noped a lot of stuff, but a lot of yeah. it was just because it was just trailers. The presentation the, itself, I was pretty happy with. Yeah, the good stuff was very good. That mm. fucking... Control DLC, fucking the Control DLC, Crash, Crash Four, looking good. Like, yeah. yeah, fucking fine. You you got me toys for Bob, you bastards. <laughs> um, all right, next story. We're gonna move on, and I already know your answer for this, but I'm gonna talk about it for a little second. Uh, Rocksteady has finally confirmed that he is working on a Suicide Squad game, and they announced it via a tweet. Now, hear me out. Okay, here here is why I am noping it. Okay. And it's not because I don't think it's going to be exciting. It's just because, and I guess, sure, maybe it was going to, it was like seconds away from leaking. 
but what a what an unceremonious way to announce this, right? Yeah, it was. I look, I'm I think it's dope because I I really like the concept of Suicide Squad, but so far I haven't had anything that has made me care about it. Like we've had a movie. I, I don't know, you could argue there's a whole series of comic books that I could read, but I don't have time for that. So There's so many comics, like yeah, like that's yeah. the thing. I don't have the time for it, and I may have the time down the track. I sh- maybe I'll be able to get into reading comics, but at the moment, no. The movie was like, all right, I want this to be good, and it wasn't. And I like the concept of it. Hey, I like what Rocksteady put out, do. Put out trust in James Gunn's movie, and that as well. So that su- that that logo treatment that they put out for for James Gunn's Suicide Squad soft reboot, whatever it's going to be, looks awesome. Like I said, um, it's, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not hating on it. It's just. I think it was unceremonious and they didn't give us much to go on. Absolutely. But I think it was unceremonious because, yeah, potentially it was about to leak or they were just getting in ahead of it or they just want to draw more attention to this DC fandom event where we're going to see it on August 22nd. So, um, yeah, that's the whole thing. There's a poster that they tweeted. Uh, it was a tweet from Rocksteady Studios. It says, target locked, hashtag DC fandom, August 22nd, hashtag Suicide Squad game poster is uh, a picture of superman from behind with the suicide squad crosshairs on his head um if you look closely at it though it looks like soups is not doing super well uh he looks pretty bad um so yeah um there's a whole thing about domain names and stuff like that as well um but obviously this- we will circle back on this in a couple of weeks for after fandom and that's why i'm not su- super upset about it being noped. So, um, yeah. Look, and I'll, be, I'll be there to see that first trailer. I'm curious, yeah. but... DC fandom, we're going we're gonna to see this and we're you know, most likely going to be seeing the next Arkham game from WC, uh, WB Montreal as well. Potentially so. seeing heaps of things said, honestly. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. But in terms of like the two worst kept secrets <laughs> in video games, two of the worst kept secrets, yeah, that's... Um, we're going to see those finally. All right, moving on. Thank you for indulging me there. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I've got I've got one more thing. All right. It's, it's probably going to get noped as well. i got one thing. Wow, Pikmin 3 I... Deluxe for Nintendo Switch. That's what it was going to be. I thought you were going to do the numbers. Yeah. It's bit, Honestly, they go hand in hand in a way. Yeah, all right. Cool. Go like for it, it. So basically, this, this all comes down to, which, oh my God, I can't believe... I'm, I'm doping this just because I want to bring this. I know everyone's been bringing, like, shedding a lot on this for the last week or so, but it just fascinates me that they've announced Pikmin 3 Deluxe, right? It's got a bunch of new stuff, like co op for the story and all that, extra, like, difficulties and all sorts of things. So it's not like it's a bad port per se, but as a result, they also had their financials this week, which were just insane. Like, the Switch is ridiculous. Animal Crossing is an unstoppable juggernaut. Having sold 22 million in like what four or five months, it's madness. Yeah, but currently, let's just run through their, re- their release schedule for the rest of the year as it stands. So, we have got Cadence of Hyrule with the Crypt of the Necrodancer DLC, 23rd of the of October. I think that's is that the physical release, maybe? I think it I might think it's be. physical, it's coming out. Is it already out? No, it's not, it's coming out soon, I think, though. Yeah. Pikmin 3 Deluxe is October 30th. So that's their, mm-hmm. that's their October game, their Halloween game. Uh, Bravely Default 2 is 2020, fingers crossed. That's sort of a Square Enix joint, so who knows? 
Wow. And then we've got the the four games, right? We've got Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime 4, the sequel to The Legend of the Zelda, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and new Pokemon Pokemon Snap, all sitting on TBA. Like I pre- yeah. Presently, it seems like we're not going to have a big Nintendo holiday game. I know there's the undying rumors about Mario Collection, but if that's coming soon, Nintendo's running out of time. Even Paper Mario they gave two months to. I mean, everyone's everyone's running out of time. Like, but everyone else is sort of good though, right? Like they've got games. Like it's just, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Nintendo are like playing chicken with themselves, and it's like everyone loses in this situation. Like it's just weird to me that. We're coming up on a new console launch. Like, we've got the PS5 and the Xbox Series X are coming. Mm-hmm. And at again, at this point, the only game for sure we know is coming out near them is Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Yeah. It's the, just weird. A port of a, of a Wii U game. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, again, it's Nintendo. They're wildcard. They could have a direct tomorrow morning and just yeah. announce something ridiculous. But as it stands, could... I'm just so curious about the situation here. We could hit, like, Re- like stop record and like head over to Twitter or reset era and be like, ah, oh, well shit. Oh, like Star Fox racing was real after all. Yeah. Oh God. Don't. It's not. Don't it's dead. But dream is dead. Like Joel. That. Clearly it's not real. I just, Oh God. I want it to be real so badly. If we're crunching numbers real quick, I'm just going to run through like switch hardware. Is at 61.44 million, which is madness. Uh, software is at 406.67 million units, which is also madness. And let's just go for those quick top sellers because, again, it's it's just so interesting to, to see where Animal Crossing stacks up. Mario yeah. Kart 8 Deluxe, 26.74 million units at number one. Number two is Animal Crossing New Horizons, a game that came out this year yep. on 22.40 million units. And Less Smash than it, half a year ago. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on 19.99 million. Breath of the Wild on 18.6 million. Pokemon Sword and Shield Joint on 18.22 million. Mario Odyssey on 18.06 million. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, 12.2 million. Super Mario Party, 10.94 is not bad. 10.49 million for that. It's pretty good. Splatoon 2, 2.71 million. And then New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, 7.44 million. Yeah. I mean... Animal Crossing is a fucking juggernaut. It just will not be stopped. And it's crazy. Yeah. I'm happy for it. I'm very I'm happy about like, it. But... It deserves it. This, like, I, not that I hated Animal Crossing, but I very clearly, after No Leap, was just like, okay, maybe this series isn't for me. I gave it a shot, didn't like it. New Horizons sort of was tempting me. And even though I've sort of been off of it for about a couple of months, I still sunk a very happy 200 hours into that game. And yep. don't regret it. Like, it was no. such a charming experience that the world needed with the state it was in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, it it warms my heart that so many people are still finding so much love in that game. Um, oh, yeah. The updates have, again, they've been, a, they've been spaced out, but that makes sense. But they've good. been good. Like, these fireworks seem cool, even if people are mm. using them for unseemly Megan things. <laughs> Megan Dix. Megan I mean... It was always going to happen, right? It was always going to happen. Yep. We have dick fireworks, 100%. Please, when Metroid Prime 4 comes out, can at least 7.44 million people buy it? Please. <laughs> I just will be so sad if it doesn't crack this list. <laughs> they will. I think what, yeah, I think 
I think uh, I, I Prime Trilogy Collection will do wonders for that franchise. I hope so, honestly. Man. Like, it's seeing all the success. I just am so scared. Having a lot of Switch, like you know, I, I, the install base that they have now with with Nintendo Switches out in the wild, uh, and people who may not be super familiar with uh, Nintendo's other franchises, if they dropped like that trilogy, Joe Blow, who's got his Switch for Joe. Animal Crossing. Like and doesn't know much else about these other franchises might look at that and go, "Oh, it's three games in one. That's a great deal. I'll play it." Fall in love with Metroid. Then you got your install base so there ready for Metroid Prime Four. I just wanted to. I want to. I just. I need it in this list. <laughs> I'm being optimistic for you as well. Like, I'm being. I'm being hopeful for you as well because I want it to succeed. As much as I, I love I that like series it. and I am endlessly angry at Nintendo shunning it. I sadly get it, right? It's yeah. not like it's a multi-million seller like so many of these, but god damn it, if it isn't the best Nintendo franchise there is, fight me about it. Yeah. Ah, oh, well. Anyway, anyway, that's it. That's, Nintendo, yeah. Regardless of all that, Nintendo's swimming in money, so who really cares? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. They can, they can do whatever the fuck they want, and they, they can continue ha- to do so. They can have no game this holiday season and just, just keep riding Animal Crossing for another few months. Yep. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I reckon that's an episode, Kyron. I think, I think it is, Joel. Well, yeah, bring us home. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you have any anger directed at our, at our brutal nopes, it's fine. We get it. Like Some of these games we'll come back to. You know, well, life, life goes on. Um, if you want to keep up with us, you can obviously find us on the social medias across Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we are just Dialogue Options. Uh, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, any reviews or likes or shares you can give us are greatly appreciated. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I am, at LemonManX. And look, most of my tweets have honestly been Metroid 35th, whether they're tweets or retweets. So I'll just go for... This quote from Imran Khan, which I retweeted, which as someone without a sound bar, I truly feel in my heart and soul. <laughs> oh, I did see this. And it's it's his tweet simply says, watching an action movie with TV speakers is like being a DJ. You have to keep one hand on the remote to adjust the volume up and down, depending on whether you're watching a fight scene or just trying to hear dialogue. And I feel you, dude. I Honestly, it's not always having a sound bar helps. I think it's the mixing yeah. behind certain things. I have a soundbar. It's bad. I've had soundbars for like uh, quite a few years now, and I love them. They're great. It it really does help. Um, and uh, but yeah, sometimes even still, it's just like volume up, volume down, volume up, volume down. Especially as someone who's got like a sleeping. Uh, uh, um, my wife who works like early morning sometimes, and also you know a thirteen month old son. Um. He was trying to sleep somewhere. He sleeps through anything. Just though. keeping that remote in hand, but, ready to go. But yeah, it's like, oh God, Jesus. Even like Ghost of Tsushima at certain points, there was like, you get like a sound and you're like, fucking shit. So, <laughs> Turn the- I guess, because I do agree, like it happens to me with games all the time, but I do appreciate that most games, oh man, they give you those sliders. Yeah, that's I do true. appreciate that a lot of times. I remember on my second playthrough of Final Fantasy VII Remake, as much as I love that game, I was just like, you know what? I need to hear more of his music. Turn down the voices and the sound effects. There we go. <laughs> any any game that has like a licensed soundtrack that I give any two like I give two shits about, like always oh, like drop everything else down, yeah. pump that music up. It's like any of the, like, 
Need for Speed games or like Tony Hawk games. This is like yeah, absolutely that shit up. Yeah, um, but that's all for me. Uh, where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where I've been retweeting a whole bunch of stuff about Fall Guys. Um, so I'll bring up one of my retweets because it made me laugh so much, and then an actual tweet that I posted. But um, Phil Larson tweeted, uh, "I am nourished by the tears of COD players who get angry because Fall Guys is unpredictable, random, and unfair." You can't wall run, double jump, quick no scope your way to victory here, bruh. And I that, and I I commented that's why I love it. But um, yeah, that sums up how I feel about that. But uh, yeah, I also posted Blink One Eight Two released a new song. Uh, it's about quarantine. It's called Quarantine. It was written in quarantine. Uh, and I, I I tweeted that it's uh, the anthem for twenty twenty is here. Open the pit up in your land room and punch dance this lockdown away. Uh, and it is honestly. It's a fucking jam. It's two and a half minutes long, and it will just, yeah, help you just like, yeah, get through get through some shit times. So it's it's the best Blink One Eighty Two have sounded in a long while. Even though I love their last album, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's all for me. Well then, again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Options podcast.